publish her podcast, episode 61. Well, hey, hey, everyone. This is Alexa Bigwarf, host of the Publisher Podcast. Just introducing myself quickly. We've had a lot of new people find the podcast lately, and I just wanted to say hello and welcome, and we're so glad to have you. I am the CEO and founder of a company called Write, Publish, Sell, which is a self-publishing assist and um, coaching program to help authors market and grow their author business. And I'm also the host of the Women in Publishing Summit, which is where many of you are coming from. So it is my greatest honor to bring training and resources and interviews with authors and information to help all of us along our journey, not just authors, but publishers and editors and cover designers and graphic artists and all of us who are working in the publishing industry to make sure that the best of the best reaches the market and and is sold, right? So today I have a really nice interview with one of my um, authors of Purple Butterfly Press. Purple Butterfly Press is my children's book publishing house. And we're talking all about kindness. And this is such an important topic, um, especially in February, because on February 17th is Random Acts of Kindness Day. So as you listen to this interview, think about what you might be able to do to bring a little bit of love and light into someone's life. But it feels like right now everyone is really kind of in a funk. And I mean, obviously, we've been in a pandemic world for two years now. It's hard. People are are running out of empathy. People are running out of hope in some cases. And it's, it's, I, I notice even amongst my own friends and family, just a, an overall layer of exhaustion. And you know what happens when we're tired and not feeling well? It's hard to be nice to people. I find that when I'm exhausted or when I'm stressed, um, I snap really easily. So it's important to have these reminders of, of thinking and realizing that other people are probably going through rough times and putting our our kind foot forward, if you will. But for us as authors, one of the things that I think um, resonates with me a lot is the whole concept of giving more to get more. So you might say that's a really strange way to look at kindness if you're thinking about what you're going to receive on the other end. But it's more than that. It's realizing that those who, who give to the world are going to receive and return and not in a like in a selfish way but just knowing that the more you put out there of goodwill the more goodwill that will come back to you the more value that you put out there the more value will come back to you so as adults as example um in my business I have received some very kind gestures from people. Um, when I started my nonprofit for for grieving mothers, Sunshine After the Storm, we include copies of the book, Sunshine After the Storm, A Survival Guide for the Grieving Mother. And these packages go out at no cost. And um, Cindy Tyler, who is the CEO of Vervante, gave me a lifetime access of free books that they print and ship to me. I pay the shipping, but they pay, pay for the for the print costs so that I can donate these books at no charge. So there are lots of ways while I'm talking today with Christina about kindness and a book for children, like there are lots of ways that adults can be kind to each other too and and how we can support each other in the publishing industry by our giving a little bit of goodwill to receive a little bit, hopefully, in return. So anyway, that is my soapbox about kindness and how important it is for us. 
And I just, I really think you'll enjoy this interview with Christina. She's just such a kind-hearted person herself. She's a second grade teacher. She is just a beautiful soul. And her book is publishing in March. It's called The Kindness Kindness Machine. And you'll hear all about it in our interview. But I, I love the concept behind it. And she's got some great ideas and um, some freebies for those of you who want some kindness, more kindness in your life, or a way to to appreciate others on World Kindness Day. So um, one quick announcement before we get into the interview, and that is that this is the last episode of season one. Most of you all know that the Women in Publishing Summit is coming up the first week of March. If you are regular listeners, you may have noticed that... Um, I haven't been posting an episode but once a month, and that's just because I don't have the capacity to do it. But we're going to get through the conference. We're going to take a little bit of a breather so you can go back and catch up on all the episodes that you have missed. And then we've already got a ton of people lined up for phenomenal interviews in season two, which will kick off at some date, TBD. I'm not going to... I'm not going to tie myself to a date right now, but it will be coming in the next couple months. So go back, watch everything that you haven't. Get your ticket to the Women in Publishing Summit. That'll keep you busy for a while. Tons of great workshops that, while we're running it live through Zoom, will be recorded, and you'll have access to those recordings as long as you need them. Tons of training, tons of community, tons of engagement, tons of kindness and sharing and encouraging and supporting. So head on over to womeninpublishingsummit.com and grab your ticket. And now enjoy this wonderful interview with Christina Dankert and let's all be kind to one another. Have a fantastic day. Welcome to the Publish Her Podcast, a place where you can come to get inspiration, motivation, help, encouragement, and support in your journey to write, publish, and sell your book. Hosted by Alexa Bigwarf. Cause I've been where you've been, and I felt what you're feeling, and I don't want to get in your on today's episode of Publisher Podcast, we are talking about the most important topic right now, I believe, in the world that we are in, and that is kindness. And before you say, hold on, this is a publishing uh, podcast, why are we talking about kindness? Well, my guest is an author of a children's book all about kindness called The Kindness Machine. So let me tell you a little bit about the fabulous Christina. Christina Dankert is a children's book author, elementary educator, and lover of books. As an educator, she believes books are a beautiful way to continue to learn and grow. You can follow her on Instagram and Goodreads to see what she's reading, as well as suggestions that she has for children's literature. And she doesn't mention um, that she's a second grade teacher. She does say elementary educator, so we'll give her that. But um, welcome, Christina, to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much. And you know, it's kind of wild because um, I found out about your podcast back in January of 2021 when I was trying to figure out how to get this book out into the world. So it is a thrill to be here with you. So thank you. Well, I am very happy to have you. And she is one of my beloved uh, Purple Butterfly Press authors. So I am heavily biased. I'll just I'll just put that out there <laughs> right there. Um, and you came to the Women in Publishing Summit. We connected through that. You continued on through some of our programs. And through that journey, uh, we decided that Purple Butterfly Press was a happy home for you. But, you know, um, and I'm I'm we are 
the reason I think this topic is so important is one, because just in my personal life and virtues, I put kindness first. Um, but raising children in this world right now, you really, really get a spectacular view of what happens when there's not enough kindness. And, uh, you know, as a second grade teacher, I, I love the second grade, that age range between kindergarten and second or third grade when they are so lovable and they are generally kind and they don't you know they don't see differences as much as they see what makes them little human beings together and at such a wonderful age but it's also the most important time to start teaching these lessons so what made you decide that you wanted to write on on this topic uh, well, as a teacher and as a mom, like you said, that topic of kindness is not only um, important, it's absolutely crucial. I think, like you said, it's, it's oftentimes we see the lack of kindness more glaring than we see those little random acts that add up over time. So I don't exactly remember what I was doing. I really do wish I remember, but the idea of the kindness machine came into my head and that became the first little jot in my notebook. And for a few years I spent, you know, writing characters and phrases and what were those concepts that I felt either I really loved in other conversations or in other TV shows or books, but then also what kindness actions did I feel were missing? So one of the best pieces of advice I got from our local librarian was read every single book you can in your genre. Well, children's books, it's a very broad genre, but then you narrow it down to character strengths and then you narrow it down again to kindness. So I read tons and tons of books and you know, over the years, there has been more of a push on the social emotional learning in children and we're seeing the need. And so these books that are coming out that have excellent character strengths and ideas, we're seeing more of. Um, I think years ago, we were seeing a lot of animals and the animals were these characters. And now they're saying, well, that's, that's great. And that's cute. And that's necessary. And it helps kids fall in love with reading, but they need to see kids. They yeah. need to see yeah. children in these books so that they can imagine themselves and they need to be able to find themselves. And that was really important um, for us is to have a very diverse cast of characters so that a student could find themselves, you know, different hair colors, different skin tones, different things and abilities like glasses or hearing aids became so important because you didn't want somebody to read it and think, well, I can't find myself. It, this doesn't apply to me. So this concept of kindness, um, I just think is very necessary to not just talk about once or twice or at the beginning of a school year, but to continue bringing it back up. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, my son was in second grade um, when we got a message home from his teacher and principal. They gave him a little, they had what was called a lighthouse or a, 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 a light something, whatever their, their, their way to recognize a student each week was. And that was because he had um, come up with this idea that he felt sorry for or sad for the kids when they went out to recess who had nobody to play with and that were alone and by themselves. And so he asked his teacher if they could designate a bench as the friendship bench. And he said, so if somebody has um, no one to play with, if they're all by themselves and they're bored or feeling lonely, they can go sit on that bench and that will tell everybody that they need a friend to play with. And um, I just like, I cried when I read this message because <laughs> as I said, like, I'm a very like, 
Like it's, it's really important to me kindness before anything else, because I know how it feels to be mistreated. And I know how it feels to be treated with kindness. And, um, I was just, I was so proud of him. I try to remind him of that. Now he's 14 and a freshman and always in trouble. Um, and I am like, don't you remember when you were in second grade and you did the kindness bench? And he was like, I have no idea what you're talking about, mom. <laughs> but I like to hope that those little messages and those little things that were, that, that they thought about then will carry with him through his life, even as he goes through this. And I think for us as adults, like, you know, you and I have had so many conversations about kindness. And just recently we saw the, um, the, uh, uh, what's the big magazine? Uh, Angelina Jolie was on the, on the front of a major magazine of people. Yes. That one, I told you it's the end of the day, words start to go away. (laughs) Um, and And it said the whole title was what my children have taught me about kindness. So if, if people is running a, a cover a headliner about kindness. And if Angelina Jolie is talking about it and big names and actors and actresses, and that you know that it's something that the world needs to talk about or needs a little bit more. And especially right now, it just feels like there's a lot of not kindness happening um, all over the place. I don't know if you're seeing this in your schools. I see my teachers posting a, a lot about it. You know, I think um, second grade is such, like you said, it's such a beautiful age because they, they're still little kids. Yeah. They still, they think I'm really funny. You know, they, they love to be there. They're pleasers. And so I think it's so important that you take the time and have the conversations. And a lot, a lot of the character conversations start from reading a picture book. And then it builds on the illustrations and it builds on their personal experiences of making it a real world um, application. But I think if you're not laying those building blocks, it is building a house. And when you're in you know, preschool to second grade, if you don't have those crucial base blocks of your house, it will crumble later. And that can be both your academics and it can also be just how you are as a person to see what is kind? What is a way that, you know, you can make somebody feel, feel important or feel special. And as adults, when, you know, we went into the pandemic, my, I have a wonderful team that I teach with. And, you know, the thing that we kept saying to each other is do the best that you can, you know, be kind to yourself, give yourself grace. And one of the things I'm so incredibly proud to include in the book is this concept of self-love and self-kindness because it's missing in children's books. When I was doing my dig, you know, my dig for all these books, I couldn't find that anywhere. You know, be kind to your sibling, be kind to your Mm -hmm. neighbor, be kind to your classmate. Yes, but also look in the mirror and give yourself a compliment because I think that if we can teach our kids this as adults, it's just gonna be easier for us to really be kind to ourselves or at least, understand the value of how important that is that's such a great point it's it's a really it's a great point and for those of you listening who obviously um want to be children's book authors i mean this is also an important thing to touch on is that uh knowledge on what needs to be taught to children and how so you have a huge advantage being a second grade teacher you're in that curriculum every day you see what, what how they respond to it and and um, and doing that. And I love, I love the, the idea of teaching kindness to self first, because I mean, I think we're learning more and more and more about the psychological, um, 
impacts of negative self-talk about all those things. And of course, if you're down on yourself, then it's harder to be kind to others and all that kind of stuff. But from a from a developmental perspective of writing a book for young children, like what are some tips that you might be able to give non-educators about how to approach the writing of a book? Um, like I said, to read as many books as you can that fit what you're trying to, um, whether it's a teaching book, you know, what you're trying to teach or your story you're trying to tell, but also just talk to kids. Mm -hmm. They are so honest. And um, when I was writing my book, I talked to my own children. I, you know, bounced off a few ideas with, you know, my nieces and nephews and good family friends of, what do you think about this? And they're real honest. They're going to tell you if they like it or if they don't. So if you don't have that immersion, like I teach in a second grade classroom, I know the questions that they ask and what they, you know, their language. Um, but that's, I think, one of the big things is just write something or have a conversation because they will tell you. And then you get to hear how, Get, I get to think to hear what they have to say, but then you're also watching how their brain is, you know, going through a different situation. And that yeah. is very helpful. Did you have any of your teacher friends or colleagues read through your drafts and provide feedback? I did. And that was very nerve wracking. Um, <laughs> you know, there's people that I absolutely respect and I wanted them to love it so badly. But, um, you know, I had one of my former second grade teammates and um, a retired counselor read it. And they were not only incredible cheerleaders, but then they also gave excellent feedback of, tell me a little bit more about this person or tell me a little bit more about this, or is this what you meant? And they were asking questions to help clarify it. And I think as a writer, you read your work so many times that you're not able to see it with a clear lens. So having somebody else read it and have a discussion that is honest, again, you do need the cheerleaders, but you need someone that's really going to help you make it better. And, you know, I had, I was very lucky to have those two women and then plenty of other people that just said, yeah, I like this part. What about this? Or what does this mean? Because things just became clearer once you have someone else look at it through a different lens. Absolutely. Okay, so I want to shift gears just a little bit here, and that is um, more on to the, the big question that we get from so many children's book authors that are not teachers and are not inside the school themselves, and that is like trying to crack the nut on um, on getting into schools. I've heard from lots of my um, lots of my author friends who are the most successful spend a lot of time setting up events, whether they're virtual or in person actually in the schools and doing that and um you know what what are you working on doing um tell us how you're you're doing that and any advice that you have to someone who's not familiar with the way the school works sure so reaching out to whether it's parent clubs or principals or even curriculum directors of districts um are people that you're going to find that hopefully will support you i think it's really important when you have a book for children um, that you have something that you can offer along with your book, whether that's a journaling activity or a write or a coloring page or some sort of craft that they can make to go with it, because then it takes the activity beyond the book. So you have mm -hmm. your book, you have your story, hopefully you have a discussion that wraps around your book, but then there's one more piece or multiple pieces that then a school can do with your book. And I think, you know, the, the curriculum and the days are very jam-packed in the elementary world. 
And um, teachers want to make sure that whatever they're going to choose to add into their day is very meaningful. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, whether it is the discussion and we put discussion questions, not only in the front of the kindness machine book, but then there's also little hidden questions in the corner that even the youngest reader would be able to answer or the youngest listener would be able to, so I, to be able to answer. So I think that's really important if you can reach out to the schools, you know, share a little bit about your book, especially if you can give them a copy, even if it's a digital copy. I've done that with a few of our um, surrounding schools and principals. They said, hey, we would love to see your book first to know if we would like to have you come talk to us. Um, so having that digital copy and then having other activities that go along to support your book to take it just one step further. Now, in terms of, I know you can probably only speak to your school and school district on how this works, but um, in talking with other people like Maria Desmondi and things like that, um, she shared that you know most schools have a budget and that you can you can either work in book sales or some type of a speaker fee for coming in. I know it's a little bit different with your school because they're supporting you in a way that most authors probably would not be supported. But in general, do you have, do you know anything about this? Because I think this is something that people just, they don't know. Like, do I just come in and talk about my book? Like, do I bring order forms? Do I try and get pre-order forms? Do I ask for a payment for my time? Um, what can you share on I that? I think it's going to, like you said, I think it's going to vary based on the school and the district. Um, we've had the opportunity over the past few years to have multiple different authors come into our school and everyone was different. Mm -hmm. um, some came and did, you know, a whole group or whole school assembly. And I know, you know, times are a little bit different, but um, whether it was a Zoom session now, or I think it just depends. Um, it depends on the time of year and the funds that are still available. Mm -hmm. Some parent organizations are willing to put a lot more funds to that, um, or they want to, I've had several schools say they want to get a few books so that they can raffle them off to students. Um, so I, I think it is going to depend, but asking those questions, yeah. um, I think people do want to support especially children's authors, because they yeah. want to get those books in the hands of kids. That's the most important part is what can I do to share that book with other kids? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's, let's swivel back around to kindness because this, this podcast episode is um, around random acts of kindness day, which is February 17th. So what do you have planned to help you both and, and the way I want you to approach this is not only talk about what you have planned, but talk about how you are using this particular event, especially to market your book, to give some people some ideas on how you can use holidays, events, and other things to uh, market. Sure. So I think, um, you know, if you, you can look up all these different, we all know the big holidays, but then there are all these little holidays like pretzel day and, you know, <laughs> bubble day. There's all these different things that depending on your book topic, you most likely will be able to find a day that that is the day that is on the calendar. Um, so I would advise, you know, to lean into those holidays. For me, it was, you know, the World Kindness Day in November and now Random Acts of Kindness here in February. And some of the things that I have planned with this are creating resources that parents, teachers, caregivers, counselors, they can print off that's a heart, that's a way that they can show a random act of kindness by writing a kind note. 
Um, back in November, we made every student in my school got a handprint and every student and every adult wrote some kind action and we made this giant board, um, hoping to do something similar with a heart theme for February because again, if you have something up all year, it starts to become, it's hidden in the background. You right, no longer right. see it. So getting something new and fresh, even if it is the same concept, encouraging kids to think of what is a different idea, a different way that you can be kind. Um, and then as far as the actual marketing, you know, having that resource for people and then just pointing out, you know, some people might not know Random Act of Kindness Day is coming up and to point that out and say, you can celebrate by pre-ordering this book now and it will be available next month. So mm-hmm. Perfect. And okay, so you are um, giving away not only these free hearts for people to print out from your website, but you also have free kindness bookmarks. Um, and uh, tell people where they can go to do to get those if they're interested in that and participating in that way, because we all need some more love in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> so you could go to my website, which is christinadanker.com, and you can find the tab that says free download. You'll see the hearts, you'll see the bookmarks underneath. And then there's also a Teachers Pay Teacher store that has other freebies that I've launched over the past about eight months. And you can download those as well. Perfect. And I just want to put a plug in that when you go and download these things, um, Christina is going to invite you if you would like to participate to fill out a form to get free early copies of her book, because we are looking for people to help us spread the love, (laughs) spread the kindness, (laughs) get early reader copies, read the book and help um, promote. I mean, this is a group of authors here. So all of you know how difficult and challenging it can be to market your first book and to launch that first book. So if you you have an audience of teacher friends of and you can share this feel free to share it if you know teachers or if you have children if you have grandchildren if you have neighbors with kids whomever you you think that you could um share about this book with that would be really amazing um it's such a cute book it's been so much fun um being you know part of the process as you've gone through it and seeing the changes that you and we didn't even talk about the fact that it's illustrated by your husband which I don't know, would you give anyone the advice to work with your spouse on a book ever again? Or <laughs> I have had that question so many times. Um, Chad is amazing. And um, the thing is, you know, I've been talking about this book, like I said, the idea, you know, sprouted maybe five years ago. And I've been talking about it for so long that he knew what I wanted uh-huh. it to look like and also knew I don't have that artistic or creative outlet to show him so he would say is it like this is this kind of you know he would draw different sketches and um having an in-house illustrator uh was fun for me I think it was more fun for me honestly because there were little things little details that you know it was funny you talked about like the kindness friendship bench there is a buddy bench in the book and I was able to say you know we have a buddy bench at my school. Can you put that in? And he said, yeah, what does it look like? You know, I said, let me take a picture and model it from that. And, you know, we built a free little library in 2019 that's in front of my school. So I said, can you put a little library in front of this school? And that was really exciting. And there's the people, you know, the teacher is modeled after one of my best friends and it looks like him. And that was really exciting that he took so many personal details Mm -hmm. and things that were so important to me and just 
you know, their little Easter eggs, kind of like little gems hidden in there that that made it really fun that I know when, you know, you, if it wasn't your spouse or someone that you felt close enough to, to have that honest conversation with, um, that made that so much fun um, oh, and special that you don't always get awesome. that opportunity. Well, the other thing that we're going to make sure is on Christina's website before too long is a, um, a, a link where you can you can order bulk order or request um, orders for schools and things like that. We haven't gotten that there yet, but it will be there eventually because um, we just had the conversation about bulk ordering earlier. But um, I'm I'm really excited about this launch. I mean, children's books are are fun in general. Um, but really, as as we've talked, as we've mentioned multiple times throughout, like it just, I just can't imagine a better time for us to really get back to talking about kindness and, um, you know, the the we're in the midst of a pandemic that feels like it's never going to end, and people are tired and they're scared, and the COVID trauma is real. Like just the tension mm-hmm. of that all the time, and the pressure that it's putting on families and teachers and staff well and i i think too um you know right now the book is available in some review galleries and one of the comments um from an educator was i would love to use this book for the first week of school and i'm telling you as an educator those first week of school read alouds you are carefully picking out and that it that meant a whole lot and i think as you know, I'm getting deeper and deeper into this author journey. I'm also introduced to so many more picture books. And I think it's really important for educators to remember, yes, that first week, that first month when you're building your classroom family and you're building that rapport to have those special books, but don't stop in August. Right. Make sure, you know, you bring those books that are so, you know, so important to highlight the differences and that I guess how our differences make us all unique. Yes, yes. And to bring those books back, not just in August. I think, you know, we tend to forget about that and bring it back throughout the whole year. So you're continuing to build that classroom family and, and maintain it for your school year. Well, and while you while you say that, I do want to give a little plug for one of our other Purple Butterfly Press books that's out there too is um, Mike Nero, uh, Mike Nero and the Superhero School, written by Natasha Carlo, who I know you've connected with, and and will I hope this I hope to see the two of you doing some joint promo things because hers isn't directly about kindness, but it is about it is the theme of kindness is throughout you know recognizing that the children do have differences and and her book is largely talking about um um disabilities and and honoring children with disabilities really and 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 making sure that that there's inclusivity and that children are taught that part of kindness which is its own thing of being inclusive and and kind to children who are different than you so um you'll be able to check out that one too and Christina's and um, I'm just I'm really I'm excited about the book make sure you go over to christinadankert.com check out all of her resources it's going to be available wherever books are sold so we encourage you to you know mention it if you if you want to do that or let us know if you want anything and oh I know what I was going to say a minute ago um, you mentioned NetGalley, and while we're talking to a bunch of authors, if you're not using NetGalley or haven't heard about it, one of the cool benefits about 
um, well, beyond the fact that you're getting your book put in front of educators and librarians and reviewers and getting those early reviews, is that you actually, at the end of your campaign, get the email list of everybody who requested or reviewed your book. So you'll actually be able to send that woman or that teacher, it might've been a man, an email and say, thank you, that that review made my day. <laughs> awesome. That's exciting. Yeah, it is. All right, everyone. Well, remember to be kind. Also follow Christina on Instagram if kindness is your jam because she's constantly posting books, resources, other books on kindness, um, daily motivational cards on kindness, all kinds of fun things. And thank you so much for taking your time out and not only for being a, a guest on the podcast, but for being just a really special person to me in my life. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Publisher Podcast. We hope to see you back for the next episode. Great, huge thanks goes to Jasmine Commerce for the use of her song. You can find Jasmine on SoundCloud. Go check out all of her music. We'll see you next time.